Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. Today, we've got an interesting episode for you. We're going to be talking about how we prioritize our day, our tasks, whatever you want to call it. And I think this is going to be an interesting episode because this isn't one of those things where it's like, hey, here's how to do it. Because I think we're always still trying to figure that out. Like, <laughs> I know at least for me, it's something I struggle with. Yeah, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> like this is the worst thing. It's honestly, it's surprised me to the I, I sit back sometimes and I'll like be thinking about stuff and I'm like, how in the hell did I get to this point in business? Because I like, I was the kid in high school where I would, I would forget to just turn it. I would do homework and just forget to turn it in or I just forget to do it all together. But I like, I was failing. I remember I was failing my freshman year of high school and I almost got kicked out of band because I just couldn't like turn my homework in because I'm that scatterbrained. And so yeah. now I'm here at this point and I'm like, how did I get to, with all these people working with me? And I don't know. So anyway, I suck at this. So this will be good to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> a huge vote of confidence for our listeners. <laughs> that are doing but, so. No, but it's important though, because I think people, they look at entrepreneurs that are having success and they're like, oh man, they must just have it all figured out and it must all just be perfect for them. And they're just built for this. And I, hopefully it gives some people like a little bit of a, like a glimmer of hope that if you are somebody like me, that's like super type B, kind of scatterbrained, not a great memory. Like you can still be, you can will yourself to success. Yeah. It's, it's more about just doing things and it definitely (laughs) helps if you have some real direction and you're doing the right things. But if you just take a lot of action, you end up doing enough of the right things, you know? So this will be, this will be interesting because this is just going to be kind of an opportunity for people to go like, like we're just going to talk about this subject and both like things we found that have worked, things we struggled with, what we wish we could do, all those kind of things. And hopefully somebody on the other end of this listening will get a few nugs out of it. We'll see. So, yeah. you know, this is really interesting for us because we both have these independent businesses. So we're balancing two businesses, right? We've got, yeah. I've got the agency and the LE and you've got, you know, millennial money man and LE. Yeah. But then on top of that, we're actually doing things that I always kind of tell people are individual businesses. So like if you have a blog, that is a business, right? If you have a YouTube channel, that is a completely different business. And so you might just be thinking, Oh, I'm going to have a blog. I'm going to have a podcast. I'm going to have a YouTube channel. You're trying to run multiple businesses. Like you can, it's hard. Like it's very difficult to do that. And the only reason we've been able to do that is because we have resources that you don't have starting out, right? Because we came in with, with resources. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of help, right? It's a little different to run a podcast and a YouTube channel together when we have somebody that is editing the video and doing all the upload optimization or editing the podcast and doing all of the uploads and everything. Like all we have to do is create the content. 
I think a big thing and maybe like a first lesson that is it's hard to have multiple businesses. So I, I think the one exception where I'm like definitely have multiple businesses is if you start a content-based side hustle, like a blog or a YouTube channel, I think it's a really good idea to take on freelance work in the early stages yeah, because you can make money quicker. But if you are a blogger, I wouldn't recommend starting a podcast, right? Or something right. like that. Like, like don't put more work on yourself. And I think that's a big thing that we're always looking at is like, how can we reduce work? How can we, what can we eliminate? And it's a constant, as much as we add stuff, we have to eliminate ruthlessly. So I think that's kind of like a first thing is if you're trying to prioritize, like figure out what you actually want to do and start getting rid of other things. Like doing more stuff will not make a better business. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think the tough part about being an online business owner, there's two parts. The first one is that it's really easy to start new things. Like it's not super hard to go out and take like the Facebook side hustle course and go start doing digital marketing work. And it's not too hard to start a blog and it's not too hard to start doing freelance writing. And I think a lot of online entrepreneurs get caught early on when they're just like trying to do something to make money to where they do a whole bunch of stuff. And I did that. And the other thing is when you're looking at people that are established, like let's just say Pat Flynn, for example, if you look at what he's got going on, he has a, a really, he's got a lot of content on his website. He's got a very popular podcast. He's an author. He's doing speaking gigs. He's doing multiple uh, courses. More, yeah, multiple courses. He's got a YouTube channel. Um, he's doing FlynnCon. He's doing his own conference. Like if you look at somebody like physical that, physical product, he just yeah, physical product. Switch pod. And yeah. you look at that and you're like, holy crap. But, you know, and you go, wow, you know, maybe I need to be doing all these different things to make money. But the reality is he's been adding those layers and the same thing that what we're doing, you know, you add a layer over time. So it's like you have a blog, you systematize it, you get everything running smoothly. And then once it's kind of like in a place where you don't have to, you know, kill yourself trying to make it work all the time, then you add that next layer and you do and you do it over the course of years. And like Pat Flynn's been doing this for God, I don't know, since 2008 or something. Right. And so you look at, you got to realize when you're looking at those established businesses that you're looking at just like a snapshot in what has been a very long journey for those people. And they have systems and processes in place. We do everything kind of backward because we, we started this, you know, kind of from other businesses and all of that. And we did a lot of stuff all at once. So I definitely wouldn't recommend that. And we've done a better job, I think, over the past six months of, not starting brand new ventures like every two months because that's what we did in year one. This right. year, I felt like we've we've been a lot more focused on you know figuring out the blog for Laptop Empires. Uh, we cut back on the podcast. You know, we we've been working on we're working uh, on our foundation. Yes, right? that we didn't have or, <laughs> or or what Dennis Hughes calls your your plumbing. Yeah, right. So like we're working on the foundation and like our content platforms, our list growth, that kind of stuff, the audience building stuff. And then we're working on the plumbing, right? From the yeah. house that you're building, which is you're tracking your analytics, all of the objective data that helps you make good decisions instead of adding like, you know, fancy balconies and <laughs> water features and things like that, that are the courses and different things. And we did a lot of that last year with, launched that blog and Facebook ads for bloggers and these things that came out after. And, and it was just organic, right? Like we didn't, it was not, we never had this intention. Facebook ads for bloggers is a really good example of that. It was, people are asking us this question. We have these videos, let's package it and sell it. 
Yeah. And then it got bigger and then it got bigger. And now it's this massive course, but that's a whole nother job. Like that's what we haven't, you know, we, we sell it and we've kept the content updated. I think we've actually had more updates to content for Facebook ads for bloggers than for Facebook side hustle. But you know, we know Facebook side hustles, the core product. So we've put more time in that this year. And once yeah. we're comfortable with that, then we'll go and we'll look at the next thing. Right. And I think that's a big thing. And, is figuring out like, okay, well, I mean, that's, that's the subject, right? So that's a stupid thing to say. I think a big thing is you got to prioritize. Well, duh, that's what we're talking about is prioritizing. So right, right. what we've done, like what we've done to prioritize is we've looked at two things. I think and this is in LE, not necessarily our day-to-day lives, but in LE it's, okay, one, what is going to be the most beneficial thing long-term, right? Yeah. And that's why you see us focusing on things like the SEO, and, and some of the Pinterest organic and even the YouTube channel, right? The YouTube channel has earned us income, but it is a long-term traffic thing, right? So yeah. like your focus on the blog, my focus on YouTube, those things are long-term. So right. they're high priority. But then the next thing is, okay, what is going to earn you money, right? Yeah. Looking for low-hanging fruit opportunities, right? And that's a big thing when we talk about doing one thing or another, we go, okay, what's it going to add to the bottom line? And that's one of the big reasons like we've put a lot more attention to Facebook side hustle than say Facebook ads for bloggers, because one, we have the most impact with Facebook side hustle. Yeah. We have the most, we have the most success stories. It's, it's changing people's lives the most, right? Like there, it's having this big impact and that was the whole point of starting it. So yeah. we want to have, more impact. We want to reach more people, but it's also, there's more in place for that. Yeah. So if you look at Facebook ads for bloggers, it still has this big impact, but it's really for a smaller demographic. And it's, it's one of those things that like, we have to put a lot more infrastructure in place, right. Right. To get, to get to where it, it earns. So it's one of those things, like when you look at the number of hours to work compared to the earnings of that versus, you know, side hustle, you know, that has a big impact. So it's like, let's, we basically made the decision to say, what is working in our business right now? And let's do more of that, or let's improve that thing. And I think a lot of people take the reverse approach. They go, where's my weakness? Let's bring it up. And one of the biggest things that I've learned as a business owner is it's about doubling down on your strengths more than trying to improve weaknesses. Yeah. And, and, and that's true like now where it's like if we have a weakness on something, we can bring somebody in, right, to help us. But I think it's even more true when you're just starting out. Don't try to put a Band-Aid on the things that you're not good at. Try to really leverage the things you're good at while building up enough of a skill in the other areas to get by until you can hire somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I think another part of it too is making sure that you're not chasing competitors too. Like. You know, if you're going to look at your business and go, what, what is, where do I need to focus my time? What do I need to prioritize? If you're overlooking at another business that say, you know, let's say somebody has like a, I don't know, like a printable shop or like they've got some kind of like product um, that they're selling or, you know, you see stuff like this all the time where people are like churning hundreds of thousands of dollars selling little mm-hmm. eBooks and stuff like that. You know, if we looked at that and we were like, oh man, you know, our competitors doing that, we should be doing that too then we're going to get away from the things that we're really good at 
which is selling info products and, and, you know, right. membership, recurring membership. And so I think if you're, you know, if you're always trying to put the bandaid on it, like you said, or if you're always looking at what other people are doing and trying to copy or emulate rather than just focusing on the things that can make you money right now that you're good at, that you can like quintuple down on and just be really, really good at, you can scale your business that way too. And that's what we've seen because we've really, I think focused on, you know, we don't do a lot of affiliate income. Um, we've, you know, we, of course we want to grow our affiliate income, but um, we look at our business and we're like, okay, we have these products that are in place. Let's scale these, you know, and let's, right. let's make that more effective. And I think we've been able to do that so far this year. And I think there's two things to pull out of that. You know, the, the one, the affiliate products, and I'll come back to in a second, but the first one being that like looking at competitors, I think a really good example of that is there is a website that, um, is very similar to what we do at Laptop Empires and in, in kind of like the the content that they put out. Right. And they have a, a planner, like a physical planner book thing, yeah. right? And we've said from like number like from the beginning, we're like, oh man, it'd be really cool to make something like that and sell that. We would love to do that. Um, and to the point where even like we've used different ones and we're like, oh, we don't like certain things about it. And, you know, let's use them and figure out what we want to do and we'll do that one day. Yeah. But we haven't done it. Because like that's starting an entirely new business, yeah, right? Like that's an example of like starting an entirely new business. And it's an example of like, okay, it's working for that competitor. It's proven. We know it could work for us. It would be a cool thing to have, but like that ain't happening in the next two years, you know? Um, no. So, so <laughs> it's just one of those things we keep, we've been very luckily have not gone down that route because we would have wasted a lot of time and resources, I think. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, it, and it's hard, man. It's hard to like, you get the once, you know, when you, especially yeah. when you're in the position that, well, any online business, you know, you sit there and you go like, oh, we could do this and we could do this. Oh, this wouldn't be that hard. And then it turns out it's always, you know, we were talking about our friend Ben, not to put him on the spot or anything, but he just, he owns a digital marketing agency and he just got a pool business that he went into with a partner and he got into it and he's like, man, this is a lot more work than I thought it would be. But that's not uncommon in the, in like the digital marketer right. space or the online business owner. Like there've been so many things that I've done where I'm just like, God, this is, I almost thought about starting a separate podcast for millennial money, man. Like you and I were talking about that. I was like, Oh, it'd be a great way to get backlinks and all that stuff. And, and I like almost pulled the trigger on it. And I think I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, you said something. I don't remember. And I think probably what happened, I just kind of forgot about it. And then now I'm looking at, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad I didn't start a freaking podcast for millennial money. Like, and maybe I will like four years from now or you know, right. later down the road, but you've got to have some restraint. You know, you've got to have, you got to be able to tell yourself no <laughs> when you see the shiny right. objects, you know, and, and it's just avoiding the shiny object syndrome, which I know you used to kind of and, struggle with too. And here's like a very simple way to do that. Right. And, and we've actually talked about this even this week, like you need to have a repository for all ideas and things that need to be done. And so what happens is like, you need to have your priorities for the month and for the week. And then anytime you have ideas or there's something that you realize you need to do in your business, you need to write it down and needs to go into that bucket. And then going into the next month, you look at those things and you go, okay, which of these are priorities? And what you'll find is some of the things after sleeping on it for a couple of weeks, you go, that was a dumb idea. Yeah. Right. And you just don't do it or, and you save yourself a lot of hassle or you go, I still want to do that, but I want to do it later. Right. And so I think that's like a really easy way 
to, to when you have stuff, like write it out, like put it there. Right. Another thing, like we talked about this, we've had, you know, people come in to help us with different things like consultants and that kind of stuff. And so what happens is you have all of these things that start popping up. You need to do this. We need to do that. We need to do all these things. And we were just like, okay, like I know for me, like I get this with, with my wife, like this morning, this is really funny. So this morning, my wife's going to work. It's like five in the morning. I got up and I made her coffee because I said I was, but I was, I would, but I was like dog tired. I went back to bed. She comes over to like, give me a hug and say, you know, bye. And she's like, Hey, I got two things I need you to do for me today. And I'm like, blurry eyed, like hugging a pillow. And I'm like, this is not the time. Tell me later or it won't happen. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it was like probably not the friendliest thing, but I'm just like, and she just laughed because she knows because she's done this before. And I'm like, if you tell me something when I am in bed, it will not happen because I won't remember. Like, I'm lucky I remember this conversation, right? you know? And, and so, but she's very good at coming at me at one time with a list of 50 things that need to be done, right? right. And that overwhelms me. I can't handle that, right? <laughs> like, I can't you can't come at me and say, we need to talk about all of these things at once. What I need is I need, here's things that need to be done or need to be talked about. And then let's give Mike some space and then let's come back to him. Yeah. I can't do it in that moment. Right. And so, and she is the worst about putting that on me, but I feel that way sometimes with like, we have enough people on our team and there's so much things going on. And like, you know, like you'll be like, Hey, we got to get something done. And I do this to you too. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not like negative. It's just like, it's, it can be overwhelming when you have all these different things come up. And so we even said that with like, you know, one, one of our consultants, it was like, Hey, let's just take this like list of things and like, let's put them in a list and then we can evaluate them instead of feeling like, you know, you get into business mode, at least I do, where I'm like, there's so much stuff we have to do. Like every day I'm like, there's so much stuff we have to do. <laughs> and, and you've got to really like, you've got to focus it down and you've got to put fewer things on your plate or you're going to struggle. I'm so glad you took it there. I was actually, this is where I wanted to go with it. And I felt like you read my mind because this is something I have struggled with. And, and I know not everybody in our audience is at this point yet, but when you start to have a lot of people that you work with and work for you, a lot of the times you'll find yourself as the business owner getting caught in between this, like here are the things that I think are important and here are the things that my team or like, you know, my assistant or whatever think thinks right. is really important. Like, you know, like Mel, my assistant, she does a really good job for me and she she's always like keeping things on track for me, especially with emails and talking to people. But she'll, sometimes she'll hit me with a list of like 10 things that are like, hey, you need to do these things. And I'll look at them and like, it'll, it'll really stress me out because I'm like, oh my God, like none of those things feel really important to me right now, but it's really important to her that I get it done. So you have to balance that too. But I think for me, what I found is I just, you kind of have to like, you have to be really stubborn sometimes as the business owner and just go like, no, I'm not focusing on any of those things right now. I'm sorry. It's right. nothing personal, uh, but I've got all this other stuff that I need to work on. That's more important for moving the business forward than that. You know, and I think, I think that dynamic is you start to hire more people and get more people on your team. That's something that you just, you have to dig your heels and you have to be more stubborn, but it's hard because right. you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't want to uh, minimize the, the things that they think are important in the business. But the reality is if you're the business owner, what you think is important in the business is what's important in the business period. Right. You know, and, everything and that's else why, is secondary. 
it's important to empower those people to be able to do things on their own too. Yeah. And like you, you need your team to be independent and not re- relying on you. And I think a lot of, that's why you don't want to micromanage, but mm-hmm. I think it's also, it's a little bit harder with an online business because you're not like in the office having meetings every week or anything. Right. So you have to like really learn to communicate that and to be able to say like, Hey, I want to do this thing, but I have these three other things that are just more important and I can't put attention to this right now. So I understand that I've, you've been telling me for three days, but like this needs to get put off for a week. You yeah. know, <laughs> I've done this to Mel a few times. Like I know there's been times where she, she was like, we were trying to do something and I brought up that idea initially and I'm like, next week, next week, week yeah. next week. Okay. Now's the time. So, yeah. So I think like that kind of stuff, that's, that's really important to go back. Like you mentioned the affiliate stuff. I think this is another example of prioritization. Like we haven't done a whole lot of things with like affiliate links and content and everything. And it's not that we don't want to, or we don't think it's important for our business. It's that there's not a lot of benefit for us right now because we don't have the resources for it to move the needle. And so, you know, for us, this is like an example of like, do we want to make affiliate income? Yes, but we don't have the organic traffic to make the affiliate income viable right now. Right. And even though, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, to be, to be significant compared to other things. Right. Right. And, and this is another good, then you go, okay, well, you guys are paid traffic guys. Why don't you use paid traffic to grow your affiliate? Would love to do that, but we get a higher return on our paid traffic with our products, right? And so, and and that's more in line with our mission, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, our mission to have as many people as possible have side income in this way, we fulfill that with Facebook side hustle. Maybe there's an affiliate product, whether it's somebody else's course or a, a, some sort of thing like ClickFunnels or a, a Bluehost or, you know, whatever, you know, like just affiliate products, maybe those things can help people too, but that's like a nice to have for us. But maybe there's other businesses, like I know there's businesses in the personal finance space where affiliate income is the thing and they're helping people by helping them consolidate loans or find, you know, some sort of financing thing or whatever. There's all these different things like that makes more sense for their mission. Maybe they have the traffic, right? And, or, and maybe building a course doesn't make sense, you know, like that's, yeah. you need to be able to look at your business and figure out one, well, doing this thing, like, do I have the resources to actually make it viable? Right. And then the other part is like, does that actually help me achieve what do I want to achieve out of my business? You know? And right. so I think we, we run into both of those things with affiliate marketing. I think, you know, like we've got some affiliate I think a lot of our affiliate income has come from either promoting complimentary products to our students. Yeah. Like, Hey, you guys want to learn more about copywriting? Chris is the man, right? Um, That kind of stuff or products that are going to help our students be more successful, like click funnels for our students that are building these advertising things. Right. And, and so that's like, we're not building, selling a ton of click funnels, affiliate programs through organic traffic, any of our sales from that are like our students using the program that we've found to be best for what we teach. Yeah. So, so I think like there's a lot of things that you have to figure out when you're trying to prioritize what you're working on and what you're putting your time and resources to. Yeah. No, I mean, it's always, this is always tough, but I think it, it, it does come down to just 
staying focused, man. Like it's just so hard mm-hmm. to, you know, especially if you're like us, there are some people, you know, I think some people are better at it than others, or maybe they're not. And it just seems like they are because, you know, people typically only share their wins when it comes to the online business world. But, you know, I think for, for me staying focused on, on things and realizing like what I'm proficient at and what I'm really not proficient at, like with millennial money, man, right now, when we started Laptop Empires, there was a lot of like kind of atrophying that went on with Millennial Money Man. But I've never been somebody that's gone through and like really put UTM codes on every link and um, made sure that every post was optimized for affiliate income and all that kind of stuff. And so the answer for me now is just to throw money at it, which is not something I could have done a while ago. But you do get to that point in your business, especially as it grows, when you do have some expendable revenue and everything you know, you can get to the point where it's like, okay, I can either put my time and effort into this and like, you know, really do this on my own, or I can solve the problem via make, you know, paying somebody else to do it for me. So that's kind of where I'm at now with, with that site where, you know, my team, I'm bringing in a systems person um, that's going to basically evaluate everybody on the team and not evaluate them from like a, you know, should you keep them, but evaluate like what they do in the business, how it can be done better, you know, where there's, where there's bottlenecks, which is 99.9% percent of the time I'm the bottleneck for everybody on my team. So like right. eliminating me from a lot of the different processes that happen and then, you know, training the team to basically go through and optimize blog posts and replace images and, you know, make sure that things are, you know, the correct affiliate links are being put in the right places. Like that's all stuff that I'm having to pay to automate, which is great. But that's another, you know, depending on where you are in the business, that might be what you have to do. And it's, you don't want to always pay the money for that because it's, you know, sometimes it's painful to like throw a big chunk of money at something, but you know, from a long-term ROI perspective, like if I can have Millennium Money Man basically growing in the background um, while we work on Laptop Empires, that's a better situation for everybody because then I can right. work with you better. You know, I can the Millennium Money Man will grow. You know, better than if I'm trying to focus on it. So I think that's part of it too, and just recognizing like I don't know, taking the pride out of the equation and being like, you know what there's no way I'm actually going to be able to do all the stuff on my own, <laughs> you know, or like, you know, I, I need to bring somebody in to, to handle some of this stuff for me. Yeah, for sure. And everything that you can either systemize, automate, delegate, yeah. every time you can do that, you allow yourself more time to focus on things that only you can do or the things that give you energy. And I think like to kind of like wrap, that's the last thing when you're thinking about how to prioritize, like you've got to think about the things that give you energy. And so, you know, I've learned doing the stuff that we do at LE, coaching students, creating content, that stuff gives me more energy than client work. Mm-hmm. You know, client work used to give me a lot of energy, but it's, that's changed over time and your, 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 what excites you changes over time. Right. Yeah. And so luckily, like for me, what still excites me about the client work is the strategy and the client relationship part. And then some of the, like the, the other stuff I've got a team that's full of energy and is very excited about what they're doing, you know, and that helps. But I think also when you're like looking at the things you do and we talk about this, like in LE, like what, what excites you? What do you want to work? Right. It's always like a big thing. Like if you see something in your business that is that you're avoiding, right. Like that's a really good indicator that maybe you need to focus on something else. Right. Um, And, but then there's things that like you, you really enjoy. And so I think like for you, 
email marketing has become such a big part of what you do in the last year because it gives you energy. Like yeah. it, it, it's something you're excited to do and that you, you know, you really have a lot of fun with. And so I think if you can find those and you can put more priority on those things and figure out how can I do more of this? How can I make this better or go, okay, this thing that I'm doing that I avoid like the plague, how can I do less of it? Or how can I get it off my plate? Do I even need to do it at all? Or how can I make it, how can I simplify it or make it more efficient? Right. That way it's not as much of a drain. But, you know, I, I've honestly found that a lot of times there's things in our business or that I'm doing that I'm like, I need to do this and I don't, right? And it's a little easier when you have, like, you can delegate and you have team members that you can, like, hand things off to. But sometimes there's stuff that I'm just like, like the, in the last two years where I've been like, oh, we really need to do this thing or I really need to do this thing. You know, and either, and it's one of like two things. One, I'm saying I need to be the one to do this and it's not true. And I realize it and then life is better. Or it's one of those things where you go, man, I really think it needs to be done this way or I have to do this thing, but it really isn't essential to your business. And so I think you got to be very honest with yourself and, and not go, it's hard because you see what your competitors are doing and you've got these like talking head gurus, right? Like you guys shouldn't be listening to anybody but us. Let's be real. I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, You know, but you, you have to, you have to be careful because you have people that are like, you need to do this. You need to be doing this on social media. You need to be doing this thing on Snapchat and Insta face and like all these different things. And like, if you are listening to all the advice of others all the time, you're going to struggle. Right. And so you need to like trust yourself and learn from your mistakes and, and try things. But like, if you feel like you need to do things a certain way, do that. And then if it yeah. doesn't work, learn from your mistakes and, and, and change. But like when it comes to what other people are telling you to do, like I love podcasts, yeah. but podcasts for me are not me trying to figure out what to do in my business. They're inspiration, they're ideas they're, they're just like seeing other perspectives and, and you want to treat it that way. Don't treat what we say or what anybody else says as gospel. It should be an idea for you to think about and then likely dismiss (laughs) or, or adopt. I mean, it depends, but you have to be willing to do both and be able to parse that. Yeah. The interesting thing for me right now, because I'm, I'm watching Coral, my wife, start a YouTube channel. She just started about three or four months ago. So it's interesting for me to be able to see somebody that's in the beginning stages of starting an online business. And um, she got to the point, I think it was about maybe two weeks ago, where she got completely overwhelmed. And I didn't, you know, it to me, it just kind of like happened. Like, it seemed like it happened over the course of like a day where she was just like freaking out about all the stuff she had to get done because she was moving two videos a week instead of one and, um, and all this other stuff that she was doing. But then as her and I started talking about it and I was like, okay, so what's going on? Like, how did you get to this point where you got overwhelmed? And we found out the root cause was that she was listening to like five different podcasts, like business kind of podcasts. And they were all telling, like saying, you need to do this and you need to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And so she, I mean, got to the point where she was just like, I don't even know what to do because I'm listening to all this stuff. So like, you know, she basically once we kind of talked about that, she was like, okay, I'm going to cut way back on the amount of content that I'm consuming 
and just stick to like one podcast. And then the other podcasts I'm going to listen to are fun. Like, you know, the ones that you kind of like turn your mind off and just kind of listen right. to them. And she is like, she's been crushing it ever since then. And she's way more focused. She's way, you know, so I think, I think what you're saying there about, you know, listening to gurus and talking heads and all that stuff, it's, it's totally true. You have to filter the amount of content that you consume. I don't consume really any, so I guess that's good for me. But like, you know, if I did everything, I guess like the only thing I consume by default is Gary V because I just get hit with so much of his stuff, but I don't even really, you know, I don't like seek it out. It just hits me on Facebook and everything. Um, but if I tried to do everything that Gary V talks about in, in, you know, a day of me seeing random videos, I'd never get anything done. Cause it's all there. I mean, there's so many different actionable pieces of advice and some's non-actionable and some doesn't even make any damn sense. Cause sometimes he just talks about random stuff. Um, but you know, if you, if you catch yourself getting caught or if you catch yourself listening to people uh, and trying to implement a ton of different stuff, then you're going to be in trouble. But anyway, long story short, yeah. Coral is now she's at the point now where she's actually, now that she cut down, she's made more money in affiliate uh, revenue and she's gotten more videos to rank higher because she's cut back on the amount of things that she's listening to. And she's just kind of doing, right. you know, one podcast and, uh, and all that. So it, 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 you know, it's easy to get overwhelmed in the beginning for sure. Yeah. And I think if you're feeling overwhelmed, there's a very simple solution. Make a list. Yep. Make a list. And, and I would actually say make two lists. You make the list where you just write down everything that you think you need to do. And then you take that list and you say, what are the things I need to do right now? And you put those on a second list and then you take the big list and you hide it. Yeah. And you come back to it later. Okay. And, and you just put those two or three things. Um, and I think that always works. <laughs> and if nothing else, it'll calm you down and it'll make you feel focused. And, it, and it's really, you know, um, that, that helps. I've, I've never not had that work as a solution to me when I start to feel overwhelmed. So that's all I got, man. I feel like that was, <laughs> we, we went through so, a lot. Yeah. We covered a lot. There is one thing I want to just, just a last note, like if you are at a point where you feel overwhelmed, that is normal. Like I think that everybody has this, this thought in their head and I've had this like where you just go like, Oh, these business owners that have it all figured out, like they never get overwhelmed. And that's not the reality is like, you're going to go through peaks and valleys throughout the entire course of your business where, mm -hmm. you know, you feel like, like right now I'm personally in a place where I don't feel super overwhelmed. Like I feel like everything's in a good place, but I know right now you are in a different place where you're, maybe not overwhelmed, but you're like, man, we have a ton of stuff going on. And our, our patterns tend to like, <laughs> they fluctuate like opposite. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. You're, you're definitely, you're like at a high point, very relaxed, very excited right now. And I'm just like, oh. you're like, man, we got a lot of stuff going on, but that's yeah. normal. Like it's normal to go through, you know, those kind of peaks and valleys. And I think when you are in the place where you've got a lot of overwhelm, I think that's like the, that's the moment before you get you, you have, you get to a pain point. It's like, it's, you get to a place where you're like, I've got to get this sorted so I can take my business to the next level. And so, you know, you kind of get into that place where things are really rough and you're like, I don't know what to prioritize. Then you figure it out. You take your business to the next level. It's chill. And then it kind of, it comes back and comes and goes. So don't feel bad if you're constantly feeling overwhelmed because that's normal. And it's, it's something that all of us have gone through and will continue to go through as our businesses grow over time. So I just wanted to, to get that point out there. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. So I think we're going to wrap it. Thank yeah. you guys for listening to our, our musings, our, our ramblings, I yes, guess more yeah. likely. Uh, appreciate it. Um, if there's, as always, if there's anything that you'd like to hear on the show, please let us know. 
please make sure you subscribe that we don't ever miss an episode and uh, leave us a review. If you like what you're hearing, tell us, tell your friends about it, right? That's even more beneficial than, than a silly review. I mean, I love reviews. I love five stars. I'm all about the big numbers, but telling your friend so they start listening to our show is definitely one of our favorite things in the world. And we appreciate that. So thank you guys so much. We've got some more great content coming for you soon. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. 